Sport Tracks on SFM FM with John Karika. Okay, let's find out a little bit more. <laughs> uh, my next guest, Michelle Rudolph, has done one epic already. She did it last year. Michelle, how much of that did, interview did you hear? Uh, quite a bit of it, actually. Um, she's very entertaining. Very entertaining. Yes. Have, have you ever, in your cycling career, I don't know how long it is, we'll get to that in a bit, ever gone to a nudist resort after a race? I have never. No, it sounds, it sounds fascinating. I think, <laughs> but she has a point there about uh, being in the saddle for quite a bit. You might want to have all your clothes oh, <laughs> And you don't have to wash the, your, your, your casual, casual clothes, I guess, for lack of a better word. I love it. Exactly. Your bags will be a lot less. <laughs> Michelle Rudolph, how's it? Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us, by the way. Ah, it's a pleasure. Tell us, tell us about your cycling background. Okay, so I've been actually cycling for about 10 years. Uh, the last four years is uh, I've done competitively. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would say these last two years, I've been really trying to train for EPIC. So I've done it. um, I'm in a lot of different disciplines. So I do road and mountain. And then I recently started XDO and Enduro. So it was very, very exciting. Um, And obviously I had to get the right bikes for all the different disciplines. So... Yeah, I must say I love it. I love it. You obviously have a lot of time in your hands, Michelle, if you can squeeze all of that in. Um, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think my job really like um, forces me to actually cycle. Mm. <laughs> uh, so part of this, and, and this is the important thing here, the She Untamed, what is that? Mm. So for me, it's it's such an important um, experience for me with She Untamed is because it's focused on a, a women initiative program to get women in cycling. Um, and for me, um, I've recently um, trained for a PM, PMBI um, instructor's course. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been like, for me, it was to help other women know that uh, cycling is a safe environment. It has the most amazing community. So um, and that's why it's so important to me with the She Untamed because it, it lives through what I want to do and what I want to inspire other women to do. So, so uh, you see, a lot of ladies are worried about mountain bikes because you're out in the middle of nowhere and you never know what's coming. So uh, help us through. If somebody's listening to this saying, why should I do mountain biking as a lady? Um, so it's just, I think a lot of people fear uh, about falling and as long as you actually get the, the skills, for me, it's like you, you need to know how to ride the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just get the confidence to do that. Once you have the confidence in riding, um, everything becomes so exciting. Um, yes, it is a, a, a high-risk sport. And we do fall. We do fall. I mean, you heard Simone. Um, she had uh, lovely breaking bones. And it, it does happen, but mm-hmm. we heal. And I think it's just a big adventure, and I find that you don't see things like you do on a mountain bike. Yes, I think that's yeah. that's that's such an important thing. The places you can go to on a bike, it's it's mm-hmm. like hiking, but just really faster. That you get to see places that you would never see in a car. Exactly, exactly, and I think that's for me just so amazing.
Now, one of the reasons we've got you on here is to explain to us what the epic is. Uh, and we'd, we'd, let's do it from a female perspective because it's, I'm imagining, very different from a lady to a man. Uh, put you in perspective, you came third on the, uh, what is it, the amateur category last year, right? Yes. Okay, third, yes. along with Sharice uh, Woodendahl. You were third on the podium. Congratulations for that. So now that you've done it the one time, you know what's coming. Does that is it a little more scary this time around? Um, I think it can be. Um, I find um, obviously every epic is different and a different experience, and also weather is a, a big element when it comes to epic. Mm. Um, so you can never tell if you like that ready for it. Um, and I find this um, this this season looks insane um i think it's definitely going to be tougher um the elevation is just crazy um and it's something i probably have to work towards but yes i think um yeah, I just hope I can be as prepared as I can be let's talk about the epic now it's it's a it's a uci rated event so this is like and and i've heard it put this way it's the tour de france of mountain biking Yes, okay. definitely. So this, those, those ladies and men that are out in front are world-class athletes. This is not some fun ride that happens on a week. This is, this is the ultimate of mountain bike racing. It is. Okay. It definitely is, yes. And you guys at the back, the amateurs at the back, yes. I mean, you're still third on the podium. You, <laughs> you, you do exactly the same ride, the same route, everything? No, no, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, every, every like I said, every year is is, is different. No, I, sorry, so, I mean, I mean, you do the same route as those guys out in front, the ladies and men. Oh out yes, in front. sorry, yes, okay. yeah, yes, sorry. Yes. And all right, so if they're doing a tough day and they are struggling, remember these are world-class athletes. These are guys that take part in the Tour de France. Some of them, you're you're yes. doing the same routes, same trails, same mountains. We are, we are. It, we we suffer just as much. Um, I think actually even more yes. because we are out there a hell of a lot longer. <laughs> um, so like when they're at the finish line, they get to get their massages and bikes done and they recover. And we're still pedaling along to get to that finish line and hopefully crossing that finish line. Yeah. And um, so that's a very big difference between them. Um, I think just because we, have less time to recover mm -hmm. each stage versus what they, they have. And then also because we're not professionals as such, um, we have to do everything ourselves. So right. we, we, we're getting our bikes done and we, we have to fix our hydration packs and prep our food for the next day. And mm. yeah. Sleep in a, they might go to a guest house whereas you're going to sleep in the tent. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Or a nudist resort, for that matter. Um, or okay. a nudist resort. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, some of those, uh, we've got to take a quick break. Some of those days are, uh, and, oh, sorry, the, the important thing that you, you did mention that I should have spoken about earlier, no two epics are the same. No two epics are the same. So, when, so you know the route. That, that was announced almost, what, just after the, the last one, right? Yes, yes. They, they give us a nice uh, YouTube video of the, the the routes to do. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, um, this year I've ridden some of the, the routes, so like Lawrenceford and Stellenbosch. Yeah. So that that will be quite nice to ride some familiar trails, and at least I'll be prepared for that. Um, 
I think really things are going to be quite scary. <laughs> Eight days, 700 kilometers, 16,000 meters of climbing. To put that in perspective, the cycle tour itself, the whole Cape Town cycle tour has, what, 1,200 meters. So yeah. it's, it's, it's more than a cycle tour climbing every single day for eight days on mountains. Yeah. Obviously, it's not nice, smooth roads. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's barely any tar. <laughs> We're going to talk about the tactics and what it's like out on the trails with Michelle Rudolph. She's done one epic. She's, uh, as you heard, uh, campaigning and, and cycling just about everything. She's doing the epic at the end of March. We'll talk about that next. You are listening to Sport Tracks on SAFM. Michelle Rudolph going to explain the epic to us. All right, Michelle. So do you have to qualify to get into the Epsi Cape epic? Um, not really, right. but um, I think it's more of a, a financial uh, situation. So, mm. um, it's it's a first come first serve. Um, is quite um, sorry. The Cape Epic is actually very difficult to to get in, um, because the entries get taken quite quite quickly, and there's quite a process to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why it's so nice for this Absis year terms because they actually give you the opportunity to. To go in there and they sponsor you, so you you don't have the pressure of, of the Excellent. financial side of things. Right. So, so that that's quite nice. But you do need to be fit, obviously, um, yes. and and technically um, as well. Okay. So let let let's talk through. Obviously, you're you're training ridiculously hard now. And I used to ride with some guys who were training for the epic, and it's uh, you're just putting in miles and miles and miles. Do you? Do you have to do all the technical work as well? Are you are you going onto those technical trails to make sure that you can handle those challenges? Definitely. Um, I, I just find the the race is just going to be so much longer if you don't know how to ride it. Mm. So for me, it is quite important to to have the skills. Um, I actually think it's more important to have the skills than than the fitness. You okay. definitely need both. Mm-hmm. But for me, I would say that's number one. Um, and um, I think that's why I've gone so much into the enduro cycling because that's you, you go smash over rocks and and all sorts of funny things you would never do. Mm. Um, and it, it really, really helps to to know that because then you can be so confident and you, you get to have fun. And I think once you're not, you don't have that anxiety mm. out of the way. Um, rather have ex- the nerves of, of the race, um, but not the nerves of the not being able to do something. Yeah. So for me, that's quite important. I remember my first mountain bike race, three-day race. My my legs were fine, but my shoulders and my jaw were sore on day yeah. two because just from that, <laughs> from tensing up like that all the time, I'm so scared of going over the rocks and hills. And I guess that's what you're saying. If you can overcome that fear and you're relaxing into the trail, then you're enjoying it more. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. Yes. Okay. So you you've trained. You get yourself down to the, the epic, and you do just just talk us through prologue first. What's the point of the prologue? Um, I think that's just mainly to get you into the right um, the the right group for you, mm-hmm. as um, when it comes to time, fitness, because um, you can't really go. You don't want to really be in in like a first batch when you're not that fast and furious with them. But if you are technically and and fit. And at a certain average, you don't want to be in the back either. So it's more like placing you in the right seating. Okay, so when it comes to those difficult single trail things, you're not having to overtake people. You're sort of riding with people at the same same time. Caliber, yes. Okay. Um, Are there... 
are there people when you look at them? I mean, you've, as you say, you've been writing for ages, Michelle. When you when you look at some of the starters of the epi, you go, uh, "Why did you even do this?" Or are they all I, super athletes? And I've, I think I've always done that. I've always <laughs> entered races, and I'm like, "What have I done?" <laughs> so, you always think everybody is like so much better than you, uh. and you're like, "I don't know. I, I definitely wasn't thinking straight." And but then once you start getting into it, I think it's like waiting to start that makes you think everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once you're on the bike, you just you just go. So okay, so day one prologue. It's a relatively short thing. I'm still very technical. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on the telly, and then yeah. you finish the ride. But it, but you're out at a wine farm or wherever it might be based after day one. Are there are there showers yeah. there? Is there a place to eat? What what is the what's the service like after the ride? The service is amazing. So uh, when you finish at the end, um, they always give you a little um, hamper with like sandwiches or um, treats and stuff like that for you. Mm-hmm. But um, also being with the Xi'an tent, uh, we mm. actually have the Absa hospitality tent. And they have everything for you in there. So And from well-cooked meals. Um, so that's actually quite nice. But if you don't have that luxury of uh, being able to go into the, the tent, the hospitality tent, there are um, those food trucks and coffee trucks and everything like that. And, and the vibe is amazing after each stage um, because I think everybody is going through the same thing and the supporters are out there. Um, so it's it's quite decent. There is showers and and bathrooms there so it's a very well organized and catered for uh, what we need to remember is it's not a huge race it's not like a cycle tour there's no. tens of thousands of people there's like 150 riders or something like that yeah okay yes, yes. so you're all getting to know each other you're recognizing faces after day two you do you make so many friends and because you like it's like long days out mm. you you do tend to um like learn about people and then we share each other's experiences and help each other out. And it's such, that's why, like I said, um, I love cycling because it is such a, an amazing community where you, everybody's so friendly and everybody's in the same boat. And you, know, you just have so much fun. Michelle Rudolph, it's, it's a team sport, the Epic. And tell us, about, tell us about why that's different from a regular bicycle ride. Um, so... You obviously need the encouragement of your partner uh, because you're out there for so long and the, the terrain is so tough. It is good to have someone to back you up um, or back that person up. So um, for me, I find to have an important, a good teammate to ride with, someone that you, you can relate with, you can communicate with, um, that's definitely a, a must because you do go out there and they like remind you to eat and they remind you to drink and or they might be ahead and they tell you to change your gears and mm. and, and it's easier gears or harder gears <laughs> and things like that and it's just it's just like um like safety it's like a safety blanket right. um also like we all know that you do have the odd the, the risk of falling so having that person with you um to to help you if you if something serious happens and you you've got that base so I think that's like super important to be um, with, with with a team. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you riding with this year? I'm riding with a lady called Kat McGowan. Say, say one more time. 
Uh, Catherine McGowan. Catherine McGowan, all right. Um, are you riding and training together already? Do you, do you get to know each other before you get to the race? Definitely we are. So I rode um, Tanqua with her, and uh, it was the most amazing experience. So I definitely know we're going to smash Epic. Well, as much as we can. <laughs> <laughs> now that you, I mean, you, you, you podiumed, do, do you look to raise that bar or what is what is the goal do you, do you compare to last year because you can't because it's different routes exactly so for me when it comes to epic and uh, like i said everything's different uh weather is different um weather causes such a different race as well um for me the goal is to finish within the uh, the cutoffs okay. so but well within the cutoffs rather because uh, like you heard Simone mentioned the the hyenas mm-hmm. the last thing you want to do is have them chasing <laughs> you <laughs> nipping at the butt um, so um, yeah so you don't you don't want that and also the longer you are there the the less chance of you to recover so if yeah. I can get across the finish line like at least at least an hour before cutoff. That would be great, and I think surviving this kind of race is is a is a goal in itself. One of the important things that the epic does is is leave leave good things behind in the community through which they ride, but they're also looking to increase not just women riders, twenty all women teams comprising uh, returning members and recruits as well, but they're also women of color that they're trying to get onto bikes. Are you seeing that that's improving over the years? Definitely. Definitely, there's definitely a bigger field that's happening, mm-hmm. um, and with with the right, um, again, I'm going to say community. We we do encourage it, and uh, we make so much friends. And we've all been in the same boat. We've all had our little mishaps and things like that, and we share that experience. Um, but what I have noticed is that the ladies' field is definitely growing, and that's quite exciting. Excellent news. It's been great, Michelle. Uh, good luck on your epic, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you sometime, and we'll see how your ride went. Definitely. Thank you so much. Michelle Rudolph, epic experience. She's done what? She came third in the amateurs. Let's see what she does again, along with Catherine. You with SAFM? Scores and results coming up in a sec. Hashtag.